Like most industries, the malpractice insurance world consists of a lot of acronyms, confusing terms, and other jargon that can make even the smartest people's eyes cross. Today, we're going to simplify things a bit by breaking down 10 of the most common and confusing malpractice insurance terms. We'll tell you what they mean and why they're important so that you can actually read your policy and know what you're talking about. Stay tuned. Welcome to Malpractice Insights, the show dedicated to helping healthcare professionals understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. My name is Jennifer Wiggins, CEO of Aegis Malpractice Solutions, and I'm so glad you've joined us today. If you're new to our channel, welcome. Thanks so much for being here. We release a new episode every week, both on YouTube and your favorite podcast streaming platform, so be sure to like and subscribe to stay connected. All right, let's jump in. To kick things off, let's start by looking at a few phrases that your carrier or agent may use when describing premiums. Earned premium, unearned premium, and minimum earned premium. Earned premium is the premium collected by an insurance company for the portion of a policy that has since expired. For example, let's say that you have an annual insurance policy that runs from January 1st, 2022 to January 1st, 2023. If you cancel your coverage on July 1st, 2022, The earned portion of that premium is the money collected for the coverage dates from January 1st to July 1st, so the dates that you essentially paid for coverage. So the carrier earned that premium because they extended coverage to you for that period of time. On the other hand, unearned premium is the amount of premium for payment which has been made by the policyholder, but coverage has not been provided by the insurance company. So in our same example, let's say that you have an annual insurance policy that runs from January 1st, 2022 to January 1st, 2023. If you cancel your coverage on July 1st, 2022, the unearned portion of the premium is essentially what they refund to you for the rest of the year. It's an overpayment or the money that was applied for the rest of the year for coverage that you now no longer need. So the carrier has not earned it because they no longer cover you from July 2nd on. So if you had already paid for that coverage, you'll get a refund of the unearned premium that's owed to you. Minimum earned premium is the smallest amount of money that an insurance company is willing to accept for writing a given policy. For example, if you needed malpractice insurance for only one day, typically the rate would just be the prorated amount for one day of coverage. So if a one-year policy costs $10,000, you just take $10,000 divided by 365 days in a year, which would give us roughly $27 a day for insurance. But most carriers have a minimum earned premium rule, which means even if it would normally only cost $27 for a one-day policy, the policy would be subject to the minimum earned premium rule, which for most carriers is at least $250. 
Depending on the type of coverage being requested, it's not uncommon to see minimum earned premiums of $2,500, $5,000 or more. This also means that even if you obtain the policy and then cancel it early, you're still subject to the minimum earned premium rule, so you'd have to pay that amount even if you terminate the coverage early. Now, let's switch gears and look at some terms that underwriters may use when it comes to describing your coverage. We'll start with the experience rating. Experience rating is an underwriting approach where a group is rated entirely on the basis of its own individual claim performance. Normally, when an underwriter is quoting a doctor's malpractice premium, they are looking at the normal rating criteria, such as the specialty, practice location, policy type, limits, etc. And then they'll apply any additional credits that the doctor may be qualified for. Experience rating is different because instead of starting with a base price and then discounting it, the price is actually built from the ground up, based specifically on the individual loss experience of that particular individual. Experience rating is more common for larger groups, where the underwriter can look at the overall losses for the entire group and then offer a price that is more customized and unique to the experience of the group as a whole. When a doctor says that he or she is getting a group discount, it's usually because they are being experience rated with the rest of their practice, as opposed to just being quoted individually through the standard rating method. Moving on, let's look at vicarious liability. Vicarious liability is when a party is held responsible not for its own negligence, but for the negligence of another. If you are a parent and your child hits a baseball and breaks your neighbor's window, you are vicariously liable because of your relationship to your child. In terms of medical malpractice, vicarious liability mainly comes into play with employers, entities, and other organizations who can be held responsible for the liability of those working on their behalf. So, if a nurse makes a mistake while working for a given practice, the entity that she works for may bear some responsibility. Another term that you may hear and be confused about is retro-date inception, or RDI, coverage. A retroactive date is the date that your claims-made insurance policy covers you back to. So if you have a claims-made insurance policy with a current coverage date of July 1, 2022 to July 1, 2023, and a retroactive date of September 10, 1990, your insurance policy covers you for any claims made against you in the current policy period for services that you rendered all the way back to your retroactive date of September 10, 1990. If your policy is Retro Date Inception, or RDI, that means that your retroactive date is the same date as your start date of coverage. So start date is July 1st, 2022, and retroactive date is July 1st, 2022. When a policy is Retro Date Inception, there is no coverage for any prior acts that occurred prior to the effective date of the current policy even if it is reported during the policy period. 
RDI policies are most common when you're just starting out with brand new insurance or after you've bought your tail and now you're starting over with a new policy. All right, the last few terms that we're going to discuss today are kind of insider terms. They're mainly used by employees of malpractice insurance companies or perhaps your agent. The first term is incurred but not reported or IBNR claims. IBNR claims are malpractice claims that have occurred, but the insurance company has not been notified of them yet. An example of this would be if an incident occurs at your practice, but there has not been a formal claim filed yet. The insurance company will eventually be responsible for this case, but it hasn't been formally filed. IBNR claims are important to insurance carriers because they need to be financially prepared for them. When an insurance company is looking at their profits and losses, they must budget for IBNR claims to ensure they have enough money set aside to handle those claims once they come in. Next, we have Allocated Loss Adjustment Expenses, or ALAE. ALAE refers to expenses that are allocated to specific claims. Basically, it's the cost of malpractice claims. The ALAE on a given malpractice claim includes the fees paid to attorneys, experts, and investigators used to defend the claim, as well as court fees and other related expenses. Sometimes you'll see ALAE listed on your loss run or your claim history report, but it's primarily used internally at companies for financial analysis. Okay, rounding the corner here, let's take a look at the last few complex terms, expense ratio, loss ratio, and combined ratio. An expense ratio is the percentage of premium income that's used to run the business. So if a malpractice insurance company has an expense ratio of 20%, that means for every $1 of premium collected, 20 cents goes towards the operational costs at the business. A loss ratio is the percentage of premium income that's used to pay claims. So if a company has a loss ratio of 75%, that means for every $1 of premium collected, 75 cents goes towards claims. The combined ratio then is the expense ratio plus the loss ratio. It's an indication of the profitability of an insurance company. If a malpractice insurance carrier's combined ratio is more than 100%, it indicates an unprofitable year, and it's a sign that action will need to be taken to reduce the combined ratio and once again become profitable. Well, we made it through our list. Now you're starting to think like a malpractice insurance industry insider, and hopefully you have a better understanding of your own MedMal coverage too. If you have any questions on this topic or you want to make sure that you're covered appropriately, click the link in the description box below where you can connect with us via phone, email, or chat today. And if you're listening, please visit us online at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. We have some great episodes lined up for you in the next few weeks. Make sure that you're subscribed to our show so that you don't miss an episode. And if you found this information helpful today, could you do me a favor and give us a like and leave a review? Your feedback and support helps us to reach more people. And we really do appreciate your clicks and your kind words. 
That's it for this episode of Malpractice Insights, where we're dedicated to helping you understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. This is Jennifer Wiggins. Thanks for joining us.